You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Pleased to be joined by the one, the only, the legendary, the incomparable, and I feel pretty firm in saying this, my best friend in the universe, uh, <laughs> the one and only DeMarcus Ware. d thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Man, thanks, man. I, I, when I saw your name up there, I was like, man, I know that guy. Like, come on, man. But I've uh, been doing really good, man. Thanks for the introduction. That's awesome. Yeah, you and I, you know, we we just we can't keep meeting like this. Actually, I, I kind of hope we do like for for my profession, uh, maybe right, not for right, yours, right. but like, I, I hope it does work out this way. Um, you have actually helped my life a lot. You gave me a movie suggestion one time. I yeah, mean, so yeah. you really, you know, you're starting to to have a little bit of an we impact. We're building a friendship right now. We're building a friendship. Right exactly. Now. You had a, a baby boy recently. Congratulations yeah. to you and your family. My wife and I had a baby yeah. boy. So like soon enough, they'll be best friends too. It's just, you know, it's all working out. Um, but uh, this is a, a really exciting time of year, obviously, for the NFL and the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, I cover the Cowboys. So how are you feeling? Because you are... Uh, among former players, I feel like you're the most ardent fan of the Cowboys. And I say that in a good way. Like, you yeah. really take so much pride in rooting for them. You know, we actually do. I'm not just from playing with them, but, dude, I feel like my blood, sweat, and tears is still out there in that football field. And when I talk to any other fans, I talk like a fan because I'm pissed. Or I'm mad because we didn't, you know, win a football game. Um, so, man, I'm looking at the draft really closely. And I'm like, dude. We got to run the football. We have to run the football. We got to go get some offensive linemen, all right? Because I see that we're missing a couple guys, right? I'm like, oh, okay, well, we just lost Randy Gregory, but we got Michael Parsons, so we need, like, one more guy that can rush the passer. So there's a couple of things in the draft. On both sides, there are some beasts on offense, some great guys on defense that we can go and find that can really, you know, be implemented into many parts of the team. So I'm looking forward to the draft this year. I want to get your thoughts on the offensive side, but first I do want to ask about Micah Parsons, just because you were somebody who kind of saw things in him. Not, not that, you know, nobody else did, but right away. I mean, you were always posting, hanging out with him. There was the moment between the two of you on hard knocks and the tutorials and, and people eat that up. I mean, it's awesome. You know, a legend and the current guy, kind of the, the, the Lion King meme, like, you know, Mufasa and Simba, everything the light touches is ours sort of thing. Maybe that's a movie you and your family can watch. If I could return the favor, if, if you've never heard day. of Lion King, you know, but uh, I watch it every day. Good, good. But, um, but so there's a, a, an argument because you mentioned the loss of Randy Gregory. There's an argument that, well, you know, this team and, and they might draft an edge rush from the first round. But if they don't, well, Micah can do that. My, Micah can he can rush the pass. He can play linebacker. Not that he's incapable, but how much pressure is that to put on him? I mean, to have him do all of these things. You were kind of in that role in Dallas early on. That That is, is surely a lot to ask of any player, let alone someone so young. You know, the thing is, it's a lot to ask. But the thing is the responsibility can be given to him and he can do that. But the thing is, it's how much do you want for him to do? Do you want him to play inside linebacker? Do you want for him to play, you know, as rusher? 
I mean, he can do both, but give him something that he does very well, which is rush the passer. Stick him on the right side, the left side, move some guys around, go and draft a true inside linebacker, a bruiser, to where at the end of the day, right, we you want to run the football, we got somebody for that, right? And so I I feel that way from my perspective. Let him rush the passer a little bit more. He'll still, he can still play inside, but – you know, now he can move around a little bit more and taking that pressure off of him from the inside linebacker position. That makes sense. Uh, I imagine rushing the pass is more fun. Again, I've never done it, so you it you can. <laughs> that's of course. Uh, you have a, a career resume that certainly speaks out. Like it was a lot of fun for you, at least, and, and that's why a lot of Cowboys fans were. You mentioned being upset, uh, very upset with free agency and the lack of players brought in. Yes, they retain Leighton Vanderesh and Luke Gifford at linebacker. They did retain Doran Armstrong, bring in Dante Fowler, but had they brought in your buddy Von Miller? Okay, all of a sudden, Micah, now we have some mobility with you. Had they brought in Bobby Wagner, all of a sudden, hey, Micah, we have a, a true kind of classic vintage inside linebacker. Right. Now you can be a total edge rusher. Right. Or, or Were you frustrated that the Cowboys, you know, kind of just put all their chips in the draft like this? You know what? The thing is, I'm not frustrated because of the talent that's actually in the draft. I mean, you got, you know, Wagner, you had a couple of guys that you can bring in like Bob Miller. But, you know, those guys are going to come with a huge price tag, right? But now, if you can go get some of these younger guys, I'm talking about hungry guys, when you're trying to build a team of character, they're all there from both sides. And you can get some sleepers, some of these small-time school guys that are great, they can come in and be very effective, but you don't think they will be, right? And so it's going to come down to drafting well. It's not, are the the players capable? You just got to find the right ones. And when you do that, I mean, the team's going to – it's going to skyrocket. What was your draft experience like? I'm sure you think about that, you know, around this time of year, every single year. Obviously, your draft class, a really famous one, Dallas Cowboys franchise history. Uh, you know, people talk about great classes. 2005 gets a little bit slept on. Obviously, you're the headliner. Marcus Spears, incredible in his own right. Jay Ratliff. People sleep on Kevin Burnett. You know, one of my favorite <laughs> moments do you wear. Uh, when you guys beat the Colts your second year, the undefeated Colts, Kevin Burnett had a pick six. I think it was a yeah. recovery, but like that is that, that was such an important moment to me uh, when I was in high school. And so, I mean, that class was awesome. Like, do, do you have an everlasting bond with the class of 2005? You know, the 2000 class um, was crazy to me because you got Chris Canty, you had Marcus, mm-hmm. Smith, you had Kevin Burnett, you had me, you had Marion the Barbarian. You know, don't talk about it. We haven't talked about Marion, right? And so a lot of guys coming in and being effective um, and doing what we do. So, I mean, just remembering that draft day of getting that call from Parcells and Jerry Jones and saying, hey, what is it? You know, welcome to the Dallas Cowboys. Like I told myself from that day, I want to etch my name in stone of the star because this is a privilege. And it's been that way my whole career. And a lot of the other guys that played it well feeling that way. And but that draft class and the memories from that, I mean, you can never take that back. Now, very well said. Uh, Mary and the Barbarian, again, just great, incredible <laughs> times. Um, I saw recently you were on the links with other Dallas Cowboys legends, Tony Romo, DeMarcus Ware. So what's, is that is that the off-season move for you now, just playing a lot of golf with some, some pals? Playing, playing a lot of golf, being dad, enjoying life. And uh, it was me and Emmett played one day. I got to you know, see Romo play. He came in second. I thought he was going to win that thing um, right at the end. But it's cool now that we're still competing. We're still doing things that our bodies are capable of. Mentally, we feel like, oh, we want to get back on the football field, but we can't do that. Um, but um, it's just one of those things where we get to still enjoy life, have fun, and, um, and still get that team camaraderie. 
And what's it like? I, I mean, you're such a you're part of such an elite fraternity, having having played for this team, having been one of the very best players in Cowboys franchise history, and and you know bumping elbows with Emmett Smith. Uh, you know, I mean, I I remember vividly, you know, when when they would you know kind of follow you guys when when you guys were on your rise in 2007, and I feel like it just has to be cool, like to be at this different stage of life, not quite like high school reunion ish, but but just just a cool thing that you get to live. Yeah, and the thing is, like these are guys that I watched from you know high school all the way through college and now them they watch me through my career and now all of us are finished and now we get to go play some together we still feel that team right it still feels good and so um i think this right here is like the best part being able to see each other from two different sides but now come together and do something that we enjoy and then talk about all these football memories and everything that made us who we are you know, the, the times that we've chatted to Marcus, I've never really asked you about the Denver Broncos, uh, but I, I feel like I have to with, with the acquisition of Russell Wilson. It's a really people people love to say like, oh, the NFL is better when this team is, is good or that team is good. People throw out like the Raiders or the Steelers or even the Cowboys, obviously. But the Broncos are kind of this new age blue blood of the NFL. And the, it's a great place to live, as, as you know. I mean, like there's a lot of cool energy around the Broncos and it feels like it's back. It, it does feel sort of circa 2014 ish when, when you got there. Yeah, and um, I mean, with Russell Wilson, you know, going up there, they've been looking for that quarterback, you know, since Peyton left. They have that quarterback now, somebody that can be commanding of the whole team, somebody that can score points, because the team is actually really good. They beat a lot of teams that they people thought that they shouldn't have beat um, this year, and now they have a quarterback they can now score with any other quarterback. The, the wide receiver core is good. So I think that the sky's the limit, you know, for them. They're going to be knocking on the door to the playoffs. They're going to be that sleeper team because in the AFC, everybody's talking about Buffalo. They're talking about the Raiders, so on and so forth. But the Broncos, they're, they're going to, you know, shake some heads. On the subject of Buffalo, I mentioned Vaughn a little while ago. Um, you, DeMarcus, you know what you're doing on social media. You, you're you're a smart guy on social. You love to, to have fun. And I love that. I, I really do enjoy that. It's such a great part of your personality now in your post-playing days. Um, and, and you're, I don't know when you sleep, like you have your hand in so many ventures. Um, and we're about to talk about one in a second, but um, you had the video about Von Miller and, and the Cowboys and whatnot. Like to me, cause I know a lot of people feel like, Oh, the DeMarcus has, has inside knowledge and this and that, but it, it really, to me, my vibe was like, he's just a fan. Like he would love to see this. He, he would love to see Vaughn because your, your buddies, your pals, the Cowboys connection, et cetera. Like, is that where you were coming from there? You know what? Actually at that time, probably about five seconds before I posted that I got a text from Vaughn and he was like, Hey D man, I'm a free agent. I said, what do you mean? I thought you had one more year under your contract. He said, no. He said, call Jerry Jones and see if they want me to come there. And so I said, nah, maybe I'll post something and see what happens. I said, this is a real conversation. You know, they might see it and hit you up. So I just, you know, posted that and said something about it and it spread it like wildfire. And Vaughn was like, dude, man, I hope. I and mean, we were just sitting there for like three days, seeing if he's going to get a call or whatever. And they probably did talk a little bit, um, but it didn't happen because he demanded so much, especially going up there to um, the Bills and getting what he got. I mean, you can't turn that down. 
Uh, it was a lot of fun. You helped us and, and give us content, which I know is, is your ultimate goal. Uh, so thank you very much to Marcus. Um, <laughs> big number for uh, Von Miller, obviously in Buffalo, as you mentioned. Uh, big number. Uh, I don't know. What, what's your sleep number? I mean, I've asked you about this before. Uh, the partnership you got going on right now. You know, um, my sleep number, actually, I mean, it's this affirmance of the bed. It's uh, 94. I, I try to push it to 100, but I'm not there yet. But you wait, that, I, is that a like, are you doing it on purpose? Like your sleep number is actually I am, 94? I actually, it is in my on my bed. It is 94. <laughs> and my, you know, my sleep IQ is between 7, 75, 82. That's how well I sleep at night. But that's how cool this bed is. Being able to have you know, the sleep number 360 smart bed, do everything for you. While you sleep, it contours your body how it should be, right? Because I've had so many injuries and to be able to sleep soundly and recover, that's the way I feel. That's why I feel so good right now. But them taking it a step further, since 2018, they've been the wellness partner of the NFL, using professional athletes, letting us be at the top of that pyramid to show everybody that if you want to be at peak performance, this is what you have to do but you can have the same stuff that we have. Sleep the same way that we sleep so you feel good each day because sleep is the most important thing when we don't get enough of it, nobody do. But if you can have something that's sort of taking the guesswork out for you and you will know each day, that's all you need. And that's why I'm like a big advocate of it because it's, it's changed my life. That makes sense. I mean, on the golf course, you, Romo, and they're probably talking about sleep, how you guys are all, you know, y'all been through the battles of the NFL. Um, only the sleep number 360 smart bed has proven to effortlessly improve the quality of your sleep and harness powerful nights. Uh, yeah, excuse me, harness powerful insights to support overall health and wellness. But my question is, like, when you were like, you first get it and you're messing around, and you're like, okay, let me figure this out. Do you just like go to 94? Is that like a like an instinct for you? You know, or, or did it just like it naturally landed on 94? Because that, that's you know, such it, a coincidence. It's an increments of 5, 10, 15, 20. <laughs> Right from this, I said 94, but it's actually 95. Right. Okay. So I, you just press, press on the bed and say, okay, well, this is a firmness, you know, that I want it. You know, you know, your wife, which is my wife, she can be at 75. I can be at 95. Right. But two different separate, you know, numbers, but you will feel that. And all of a sudden the bed will start moving. And you're like, hold on. It took me a while to get used to it, but the bed moves and contours your body and it sits there. And I'm like, man, this is doing everything for me, right? Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a really, really cool thing and, and being part of this whole initiative just to show the world, not just, you know, the NFL guys, to show the world that sleep is the most important thing to optimal performance, but also health. That's awesome. That's very well said. Uh, last one for you, Demarcus. You mentioned, you know, the Cowboys got to get back to running the ball. I know you'll be happy and we'll all be happy with what happens this week. Uh, but but if you had to kind of just like cast a wide net, you, you want to see them address the offensive line in the first round? I mean, if, if you know, if you have to kind of plant a flag somewhere, is that where you want to see them go? I would cast a net looking towards the offensive line because we've lost a couple of guys, right? Bringing some of those young, mauler, hungry guys in that now when you start talking about feed Zeke, right? Protecting Dak, um, he's feeling well from what I've heard in the media. <clears throat> That's where you have to start everything because we've lost so many guys, right? But then I would transfer over to the defensive line because <clears throat> if we're the number one of the number one offenses in the league, we can score points. But the defense have to be able to substitute and get pressure throughout number ones, twos, threes, whoever you put in there. You got to be able to get pressure. 
not just with Micah or Demarcus Lawrence, right? So I think that that's going to be the cool part of seeing the trenches get glorified and then we'd be able to glorify the Dallas Cowboys late in the playoffs. That's well said. Demarcus, uh, my best friend in the whole world, um, all worlds, really. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Hope you have a great draft week and I uh, hope to see you soon. All right. Thanks, man. Peace. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.